Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> it may be the nighttime. But the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local. And not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Live in the Kia Studios on this Wednesday evening with you for the full four. Asking to download the Odyssey app. You're not in the car as much. You want to listen in. Best way to catch us is through the Odyssey app. Put that on one of your devices today. The smartphone, the Alexa speakers, your tablet, your boombox, your VHS recorder, your Nikon camera, Casio watch, whatever your device is, just... Download on something to be able to catch us when you are on the go. Social media is at 9 the Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, best way to be a part of the show is to follow us on our personal Twitter pages. I'm at JMCH316. That, of course, your water cooler talking points three to six months in advance of anybody else that is out there. Producing the show on the other side of the glass, Dylan is with us again. Dylan. Get done. Can I go back to setting the show? Okay, all right, there you go. Uh, so Dylan is here with us uh, this evening on this Wednesday as uh, we're a few minutes away from uh, Braves baseball as they look to wrap up and sweep this two-game set. I don't like using that word sweep when it's only two games. This, this two games doesn't feel like a sweep. I don't, there's got to be a better word than just sweep. You didn't sweep. earn a sweep with only beating two games. Yeah, like three or four games is a sweep. But two games is, I don't know, there's got to be a better word than sweep. But that's what they're going for. Maybe just a slight brush. Maybe a brush. Um, yeah, or just like a Swiffer. You know, Swiffer like is good. Yeah, I like Swiffer. Like a, a Swiffer. So, what about um, a wipe? Um, no, I don't like that. No, Swiffer like is good. That. Yeah, Swiffer. I think Swiffer is better. But that's not even very good. But anyway, Kyle Wright uh, gets the ball uh, tonight, uh, looking to bounce back from his start against the uh, the Mets. And um, your lineup uh, tonight: Ronnie Dansby, Riley Olson, Contreras, Rosario, Ozuna, Michael Harris, and the debut at second base tonight of Vaughn Grissom. Again, another high level prospect for the Braves. Jumping right from Mississippi 
to the Atlanta Braves. And crazy thing, another kid, look, 2019 is when he was drafted. And remember, they didn't have a minor league season in 2020 with the pandemic. So he missed that year. So he's only played professional baseball for two years. These guys are unbelievable now. It's crazy to think. I mean, 19, 20-year-olds that are coming up to the big leagues. So uh, Vaughn Grissom is going to make his – and by the way, he is not related to Marquise Grissom, if anybody's asking. They are, they are not related in any way. Marquise's son – am I right about – isn't Marquise's son playing right over here at Tech? Isn't he playing baseball over here at Tech? thought he got uh, – he might still be playing. I know he got drafted by the Nationals, though. Okay. Got, I, thought, I thought he was playing over here at Tech. Maybe I'm wrong about that. No, nah, I think he just, in this past draft, he got drafted by the Nationals. Okay, so he was probably over here at Tech. Yeah, I'm okay. sure he probably was. Okay. Yeah. All right, so so I was right. He's playing for Tech. Because once you... The, I think because once you get drafted, you can still go back and play, can't well, you? I don't know. It's I mean, kind of convoluted. First off, the way the baseball draft works is if you get drafted out of high school, either you have to go play professional baseball or if you go to college, you have to play three years in college. It's like okay. the NFL rule. You have to go three years in college. If you if you if you bypass if you're drafted out of high school and you bypass going pro at that point, then you have to go to college for three years. Gotcha. And then they then they can draft you again after three years of college. Okay. So I think Marquise's son has been over here at Tech playing baseball. So okay. I'm and I don't doubt you that he was drafted by the Nationals. Right. It's right. just that I think he's been over here at Tech playing. He but, probably has. But Vaughn Grissom is not related to him in any way. That we know for sure. He's not related to him. I think his dad was a hockey coach or something like that. Um, but anyway, crazy to think. Another 19-year-old coming up, bypassing uh, AAA and headed uh, right up here to the big club. And um, look, remember, um, Dylan, can you remember far enough back when the trade deadline was happening and I kept talking about needing a second baseman and y'all told me I was wrong or whatever? Yeah, but Arcia got hurt last night. Okay, but it wasn't like just Arcia going down. They, they weren't very good at second base this last month or two here. And Ozzy's not coming back anytime real soon. Hey, tell everybody. Now, we'll talk to Chris Willis coming up here at 740, our buddy from uh, SB Nation covering the Atlanta Braves, batterypower.com. But Ozzy ain't coming back in the next week or two here. It's going to be probably sometime in September before you see Ozzy Albies back. That's a little ways away yet. It's a little ways away. So you needed some help at uh, second base. So, look, um, supposedly they told Vaughn Grissom that he may be going back down in a few weeks depending on what happens, Right. I mean, Arcia is – it sounds like Arcia, who's on the 10-day 10 10 IL, um, sounds like he's going to be maybe three weeks before he comes back because what I was reading is that it may be it may be a, you know three weeks before you get Arcia back. So he needs some help in the middle of your infield. He'll get the start uh, tonight, and he'll bat uh, – and he'll bat ninth uh, tonight. And, I you know, I was, I was joking. I tweeted Randy Mack earlier because I was listening to Randy. Um, I think that the – I think – what's the stat? The Braves have lost all four games that Michael Harris has not hit ninth. I think the Braves are 0-4 when Harris hits somewhere other than ninth. Right? Am I right about that? Somebody can confirm that for me. But I think the Braves are 0-4 when Harris hits anywhere other than ninth. And, of course, he's hitting eighth tonight with Vaughn Grissom's uh, debut uh, out there. Now, we'll talk, uh, we'll talk a little bit later on in the show about uh, Ronald Acuna because he's, he's getting off to a really good start here in the month of August. And it was just what the doctor ordered, right? Braves, of course, with a big win last night, come from behind victory. We, we talked about that was a weird game last night. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Neither starter was overly impressive. Let's hope Kyle Wright gets back into form uh, tonight. You know, want to see him get back. Is you know, Morton last night was meh. And they used what, seven? I think the Braves used seven relievers in that game last night. 
So, you know, look, you you don't want to try to keep burning out your bullpen, and obviously you're going to get ready for another series headed down to Miami in Florida, take on the Marlins. Um, Ian Anderson, of course, going to pitch one of the doubleheader games on Saturday, and then he'll go to Gwinnett. So some weird things with the roster, obviously, with the Braves right now. But we'll talk to Chris Willis coming up at 740 and get his thoughts about uh, everything. Oh, yeah, Ozuna's in the lineup again, hitting seventh and DHing. All right, how's that working out? How's that How's that going right now? Does there? It, I saw somebody on Twitter say today, you, you've heard the term in baseball. Dylan, have you heard this term in baseball? Like, Ronnie is called a five-tool player. You ever heard that term in baseball? Yeah. Okay. Somebody tweeted out, Marcelo Zuna's a zero-tool player. Yep. He might be you, – you might give him a half for, like, his yeah, occasional home runs. run. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he can hit some home runs. You're right. I'll I'll give him, like, pie, 3. 3.14, <laughs> right? Like, he'll, he'll, get like a, he'll get, like, the pie symbol or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was funny uh, that Marcelo Zuna is a zero-tool player. But they keep trotting him out. Um, remember when I told you that, that, look, for all the good things that Snit does, his one downfall – which is also his best trait, is his loyalty to guys. And this is a case where you're being overly loyal to Marcelo Zuna. And, and then people start tweeting me, out, well, who would you put in? Anybody. I'll let Max Fried play DH. I, I'll trot Max Fried up there for four at-bats. Hell, he won the Silver Slugger last time we saw him hit. I'll take anybody. Like, literally, he's hitting a buck eighty-eight since July 1st. I could do that. Actually, I think it's worse than that. Because that was that was not counting last night's game. We'll look that up as I'm uh, talking here. But it, it's I, it's beyond time to probably you know give Ozuna a few days off, right? Just give him a few days off. Let him clear the cobwebs out or whatever. You know, work on some things. You know, in the cage and this, that, and the other. All right. Since the first of July, Ozuna. Now he's down to 180. He's down to 180 since July first. With a 220 on base and a 342 slugging, 561 OPS, five homers and 10 RBI. So there you go. He's got. Um, he scored. He's. He has. If you combine his hits and his RBI, that comes out to 31, and he's got 29 strikeouts in that time. So anyway, uh, we'll keep you up to date, obviously, all night long about what goes on with uh, the Atlanta Braves. Uh, the Mets have already won. In case you were wondering, they've already taken care of their business earlier today. They they throttled um, who they play uh, today. It was the uh, Cincinnati Reds. They throttled the Reds uh, today. Taiwan Walker goes to ten and three on the year, but that was ten to two today. Mets had thirteen hits and scored ten runs uh, in that game against the god awful low life pond scum, you know, pig of a franchise Cincinnati Reds, who by the way are forty four and sixty six. On the uh, the season now, Mets go to seventy three and thirty nine um, on the year. So, look the the Braves will finish this set up against the Boston Red Sox. They'll head down to Florida, take on the Marlins, and then again we get ready for a four game set at Truist Braves and Mets. And and I do think after that four game set, the division is going to look a lot clearer as far as are the Braves really still in this thing, or is it starting to slip too far away? The Braves have another three out of four that they lose to the Mets we might start making some proclamations coming up because it's, it's going to start slipping away. And you start getting 10, 11 games back, and we're headed toward mid-late August, you know, and you don't have very many head-to-head games left. Because remember, after this four-game set, they have one three-game set, which in the first week of October, second-to-last series of the year, that's it. Everybody else is the Pirates and 
the Marlins and the Nationals and the Phillies and, you know, teams like that that are still on their schedule left. Oakland, Seattle, you know, some of these, you know, crazy, you know, um, what do you call it? Um, um, oh, gosh, my brain just went dead. Um, um, when they play the AL. Why my, my brain just went dead. Interleague, interleague. My brain just literally just fried right there. So, yeah, they still got some interleague series. Oakland, Seattle, you know, some crazy series that are left. But get through the four-game set with the Mets. You got three left. And that's the first few days of October, and that's it. So we'll see what the Braves uh, do tonight as they uh, debut another one of their top-tier uh, prospects. Oh, let me mention something real quick here, too. And, you know, we got to give a shout-out, right? Uh, I don't know if we – I don't think we have any kind of shout-out music or anything like that. But I want to give a shout-out to our buddy Reggie Rouse, who was handling a lot of the duties after, you know, Sean, our system program director, left, and we were kind of left a little bit rudderless and things like that. Reggie had been handling things for us over the last uh, couple of years here. But he was voted – this is from – Radio Inc.'s best program directors across the country. And Reggie made the top 10, which is rather impressive. So there were several people from Odyssey that made it, but our buddy Reggie Rouse uh, made the top 10. So congratulations to him. That's very cool. To be thought of as one of the top 10 program directors. And this is, by the way, like across all formats and stuff like that, right? Like it's not one specific format or anything like that. So congratulations to Reggie on uh, all of that. So uh, good stuff there. Uh, wrapped up our uh, training camp coverage today, right? So everybody's back in studio, back here at the uh, home front. And uh, uh, listen, we'll see what happens on Friday. I'm excited for Friday to get here because I want to see. Um, uh, I want to see what these Falcons look like, and um, you know, I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready to get into hitting somebody with a different colored hat on. Oh, speaking of the Falcons, by the way, I did something kind of fun today. So you know, I get asked. You know, just like everybody here at the station, we get asked to do radio hits. You know, go on somebody else's station and give your thoughts about something. Oh, I, I don't, I don't get asked to do that. Well, because you know, we don't. I, again, I see <laughs> Jarvis. Kidding. I see Jarvis more than you. So why, you know, again. Uh, but anyway, um, maybe you should ask Jarvis because I mean, you know, I, you know, I talk to him more than I do you. But anyway, um, so I got asked to do today um, a radio hit up in Canada. So it's my first time doing radio up in Canada for TSN. Which is up there? That's the es. That's like ESPN down here. Right. TSN is their ESPN, right? Yeah. So I did. Uh, I did a hit talking about previewing the Falcons for um, the TSN network in Edmonton, Ontario. Wow. Yeah. John Chuckery has gone global. Yeah. How about that, huh? Man. So I'm spread out all over. Spread out all over North America. Next, you're going to be doing hits in Germany. Yeah. They didn't ask me if I was vaccinated or anything. I am, but I mean, they didn't <laughs> ask me if I was vaccinated to come on the radio with them because you know you got to be vaccinated still to go to Canada and play in the NBA games and everything up there. But that was fun. I, I got to give those folks credit. Thanks for uh, reaching out to me and uh, and asking me to be a part of that. So we did a hit uh, earlier today. Actually, I think that you can uh, go online. I think it's 1260 in Edmonton, TSN Network. You can go and, uh, and listen to uh, our Falcons preview uh, that we did. So thanks to those guys up there. That was fun. Uh, my buddy Sam Mitchell's done a bunch of stuff with TSN over the years, Raptors and the uh, NCAA basketball tournament and all kinds of good stuff uh, up there. Oh, by the way, uh, did you see Roquan came off the pup list today? Came off the pup list? Day after asking to be traded? Came <laughs> off the pup list? Why is everybody poo-pooing the idea of him coming to the Falcons? Why has everybody got to be negative Nancy about him coming to the Falcons? Well, it doesn't make sense unless he comes a contender. Why? Come come be part of our building. Let's go. Help help make us a How about this? Come here and help make us a contender. What that? Come here and help us, help to make us a contender. We need pieces and parts. 
All right, when we get back, here's what we got. We're going to open up the phone lines to you. What do you need to see on Friday to boost your confidence about the Falcons this season? What are you looking for on Friday? 404-741-0929. That is our phone line. We'll take your phone calls next. Dylan is behind the glass, so call in. What are you looking for on Friday? What are you looking for to help boost your confidence in this Falcons team? We'll talk about that next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Right Now to the Game, the Odyssey.com app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at the John Chuckery Show. Live in the Kia Studios on this Wednesday evening with you. 404-741-0929. That is our phone line. And it's also our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Only as a comment. Also, too, give us a call. We're going to talk some Falcons football with you here. Because we're going to ask you, what do you need to see on Friday to boost your confidence? What are you looking for out of the Falcons on Friday to make you feel a little bit better? Take your phone calls here this segment. Dylan is behind the glass uh, answering the phones for you. Odyssey upside catch on the go. Social media at 19 on the game at JMCH316 at underscore Dylan Matthews. We'll talk to Chris Willis in about 20 minutes from right now. His thoughts about the Braves and uh, where we are right now as they uh, are underway in Fenway Park is uh, 
Kyle Wright dealing uh, right now, so we'll keep you up to date about what goes on with the Braves and the Red Sox. 820, by the way. We're going to do some college football previews coming up here. We will start with the national champions, of course, and the uh, Georgia Bulldogs. So we will talk to our buddy Chip Towers coming up at 820 this evening. I know uh, tomorrow, right, we're going to talk to uh, Dave Cohen. Uh, we'll talk some Georgia State football. So we'll uh, we'll go around all the different local teams. We'll obviously talk some tech uh, as well. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll start with Chip Towers here this evening on the national champs, the Georgia Bulldogs. So, um, again, asking you, what are you looking for on Friday? Look, here's here's what I'm looking for. I, I'm going to be focused in on line of scrimmage play. That's the thing that I want to see is line of scrimmage play on Friday night's game. I want to see what the offensive line looks like. I want to see what the defensive line looks like. I'm not expecting a defensive line to go out and get four or five sacks, but can we pressure a quarterback? Can we start getting it? Can we can we see some life out of our defensive line? And then our offensive line, you know, when pass protection especially. What does this team look like in pass protection? Because, again, we've talked about, you know, last year you had three of the nine worst offensive linemen when it comes to pass protection in the NFL. And there are going to be some changes. And I think Dolman, besides, you know, Wilkinson starting, I think Dolman's going to start at center too. So that's going to be, you know, of the 60% of your offensive line that – is up for grabs. Two of those spots, I think, are going to be different, at least for the first preseason game, and who knows, maybe further than that. But I do expect some change on that line. So I'm going to be all about line of scrimmage play in this first game because that will help tell me about where we're going. I can worry about running backs, wide receivers, all that kind of stuff later on, but tell me what our line of scrimmage play looks like. All right, 404-741-0929 is the phone line. Let's go out to the phones. Let's grab Asante out in Atlanta. What's going on, Asante? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, buddy. All right. So I want I want to make sure I want to see um, the Falcons. I want to see them like have more creative plays. I don't know what what we was doing last year, but I got so sick and tired of seeing combat routes. Like it was so it was to a point to where the defense was running the route for us. Like I want I want to see some creative plays, see some reverses, see some some flea flickers, see something out of the offense that'll make us you know what I'm saying like entertain us. Like, that's what I want to see from the Falcons. Appreciate it, Sante. And look, I, I do believe that I do believe Arthur Smith is going to have to get more creative on offense this year, right? That you don't have a you don't have a high caliber quarterback, you don't have high caliber wide receivers, you don't have high caliber much of anything other than maybe tight end on your offense. You're going to have to get more creative in the play calling, and especially down in the red zone. You know this this can't we if we're going to get to the next level in this franchise, you know part of it is going to be. Not kicking so many field goals. And and look, I love Young Way Koo, and he may be the best, you know, one of the two or three best kickers in the league, but I don't want my kicker to lead the league in field goals. I want my kicker to lead the league in extra points. I'm not interested in having a whole million field goals out there. Gonna have to get more creative offensively, better in the red zone, converting plays into touchdowns and executing down there. So uh I agree with you. I, I don't disagree about, you know, now I don't know about Flea Frickers reverses, Statue of Liberty and you know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I agree with the idea of getting more creative in his play calling. Because when you don't have personnel, you have to scheme. And that's the one thing that Dan Dan could never do is out-scheme anybody. We come out of halftime flat as could be. Flatter than a – if I use a Jim Cornettism, flatter than a plate full of P-I – I'll let you finish off the last two letters because they're the same letter. So, you know, we'd come out flat in the second half and couldn't get anything done. And remember, we would talk about – the stats, we would be one of the worst third-quarter defenses in the league, one of the worst third-quarter scoring offenses in the league. 
You know, we couldn't adjust at halftime. You got to get creative, you know, and this team, you know, is going to have to figure out some ways. When you don't have talent, you're going to have to scheme your way through some things. Can't overwhelm everybody with your talent, right? When you had Matt and Julio and those kinds of guys and Ridley and everybody, you know, you could out-talent some of these defenses. You can't do that anymore. Those guys are those guys are not here, and you can't do that. You're going to have to get it through scheme and execution. All right, let's go back out to the phones. Let's talk to uh, truck driver Phil, who's up in, uh, you know, not my neck of the woods, but where I go to all the time, it seems like, uh, Canton. What's going on, Phil? How are you doing, buddy? How's it going, John? Thanks I'm, for taking my call. Yeah, man. Uh, you, took the, you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, offensive line, defensive line, as far as offensive line goes, we got to – keep down the pre-snap penalties. We got to keep it third and short, and we try to got to keep our quarterback on his le- on his feet. And as far as defensive line, let's see some progress. Appreciate it, Phil. That's a good point about the, uh, the pre-snap penalties and things like that. Look, you're going to have some guys that are new on your offensive line. If Dahlman starts, right, we know Wilkinson's going to start. Dahlman starts. You got some new guys on your line that haven't had to take live reps. Yeah, I get practice and camp and this, that, and the other, but you haven't had to take the live reps yet in a game situation, right? So I agree. I, listen, uh, pre-snap penalties, you know, making sure that everybody's set and ready to go, I agree with you. Some of that fundamental, I mean, it sounds silly, right? sounds silly to talk about fundamental football at times, but that's what wins in high school, in college, in the NFL. Play fundamental football. Block and tackle, right? Do your job out there. Your job is to go get the quarterback, knock him on, knock his dung in the dirt, and make him get up looking at his ear hole. If your job is to you know play right guard or left guard or right tackle, block somebody on the pass. Drop back to pass, block somebody, lock somebody up, and don't let them go hit your quarterback. So I agree with you. I, I think that that's a good point about the about the penalties and stuff like that. Because you are, and look, there are going to be some mistakes made. That's what preseason is for, right? Is to figure out some of these mistakes and figure out how to get yourself over the hump on some of these things. But, you know, again, I, that's what, I, am, I am going to be watching all of that out there. I'm going to be watching uh, all of that out there as well. So, again, 404-741-0929. What are some of the things that you're looking for on Friday night to give you some more confidence? What are you going to be focused in on come Friday night? 404-741-0929. Let's, uh, let's grab our buddy. Uh, let's grab, oh, we got Paul. Okay, let's grab Paul out in McDonald's. What's going on, Paul? Well, you know, Chuckery, I mean, everybody can have their own opinions about what's going to happen, but really it, it just depends on it. how many fat boys you got up there, you know? I mean, how many fat guys you got up there? I mean, that's the fact of the matter. I, you could be Tom Brady sitting back there. If you ain't got, no, if you ain't got a fat boy protecting you, it doesn't matter. Well, I, I, again, that's what we're talking about is, look, uh, ain't nobody have to explain the offensive line to me, you know, when everybody's trying to tell me, oh, well, Mayfield will be better than this. In other words, he's not going to start, you know. I, all the things I've been trying to preach to you all about the offensive line are all coming true. Remember that, Dylan? Remember a few months ago when I gave you the stats about how they looked at all 160 starting offensive linemen in the NFL? Oh, yeah. And how they were looking at pass protection grades and, and rank it, and they ranked – all 160 offense, starting offensive linemen in the league. And we this have coming three year, of the worst nine. Right. This coming year, not, not three years ago, not projecting in the future, this coming season, they projected out all 160 starting offensive linemen. 
The Falcons had three of the nine lowest-graded offensive linemen in the league based upon pass protection. Including the worst, right? Yeah, Mayfield was the worst. Hennessy was the fifth worst. McGarry was the ninth worst. So I, I'm with you. I understand. You, you know, again, and you could – could talk about quarterbacks, you know, oh, mobile quarterback and all that. Well, that got shot to hell last year when Justin Fields got his head taken off nine times in his debut. You you can't just run around and run away from all these defenders in the NFL today. It doesn't work like that. You have to, at some point, block guys. And we're going to talk about later on tonight, 1040. You know, there's a, there's a list out there that, that ranks the top 10 edge rushers in the NFL. Well, we're going to see like nine of those ten because Von Miller's on the list. Like of the top ten, we're going to see like nine of what their top ten is. You're going to see all the time. The only two guys, Von Miller, won't see him, won't see Micah Parsons. Otherwise, you're going to see everybody that's of merit in the NFL. Everybody who has a, a skill set of taking the quarterback down and out, we're going to see him. You want Garrett, you want Watt, you want DeBosas, you want Khalil Mack. You want all these guys? You're going to see them all. You want Hendrickson? You want Cam Jordan? You know, you want you you want all these guys. We're going to see all of them this year, right? You want Aaron Donald? You're going to see Aaron Donald. All right? We're going to see all of the top pass rushers that the NFL could produce except for two guys. And so, yeah, it's 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 going to be that this team is going to have to figure out their line of scrimmage first and foremost. Because if their line of if their line of scrimmage, if their offensive line plays this year like they did last year, they will be two and fifteen. They will be, because you don't have Matt Ryan to bail you out anymore. And and I, you can tell me what Mariota is or is not. Look, the number two pick in the NFL drafts on his third team in seven years. There's a reason for that. It's a reason why Matt Ryan stayed fourteen years in one place, and the number two pick in the draft is on his third team in seven years. There's a difference as to how the career trajectory of those two guys' careers have gone, right? And hopefully Mariota, you know, he'll start on Friday. We'll see what he looks like. Uh, I think Ritter's going to get a crap ton of playing time. I don't think – my gut tells me that Franks is not going to play quarterback on there. They're going to give they're going to give Desmond Ritter, especially in this first preseason game, they're going to give him as many snaps and as much time as they possibly can and, and give him as much as they can. Because let's let's be honest. The best-case scenario for Felipe Franks, if he's going to be a quarterback, is the emergency quarterback, right? If you keep him on the roster as a tight end, you could always make him your third quarterback. So he's not hes not going to be your – if Franks is not going to be your backup and he is going to stay on the roster, then that's fine. If he's not going to stay on the roster, then you, know, you keep him on the practice squad. But, you know, the danger is somebody can claim off the practice squad. So, uh, again, we'll uh, – We'll see what happens on Friday, but I'm I'm with everybody. Line of scrimmage, line of scrimmage, line of scrimmage, line of scrimmage. I want to see the linebackers too. I want to see what these inside linebackers look like. You know, if Deion Jones is not going to play, what's going to be the the guys that are you know in his spot? Are we bigger, tougher, more physical? Can those guys cover? You know, can Michael Walker, Kiewitkowski, Rashawn Evans? You know, what can those guys do? And and how does everybody look around Grady as well? You know, that's going to be another thing is. Finding Grady some help, not letting Grady have to be on an island by himself where three guys line up. Remember the last time we played the Lions, that's the video where Grady was mic'd up and videoed up, and he's like, man, you guys are sending three guys at me. Well, last I looked, there's only five offensive linemen, and if you keep a tight end and six guys that are blocking, 
Half half the guys responsible for blocking are focused on one guy. What does that tell you about Stephen Means and the rest of those guys that they had on their on their defensive line from last year? All right, when we get back, we will uh, talk to our buddy Chris Willis, talk some Braves with him as they are underway in Boston, taking on the Red Sox. No score as of right now. Check in the Key Studios, Sports Right Now to the Game, the Odyssey.com app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So who is this person? It's John Chuckery. Are you sure? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is the John Chuckery Show. Live on a Wednesday evening with you as Braves look to wrap up this series against the Red Sox with a couple of victories before heading down to sunny Miami for a weekend series, including a doubleheader coming up on Saturday. Let's uh, talk some Braves baseballs. We head up to the waitfor.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy Chris Willis, of course, the managing editor for BatteryPower.com, part of the SB Nation covering the Atlanta Braves. You can follow Chris on his Twitter page, at Chris underscore Willis, and Chris, as always, man, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for a few minutes here as um, Braves look to try to get this two-game sweep uh, over the Red Sox. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, it was good to get a win last night. I know that. Yeah, and some things have changed, uh, obviously, here. Um, you know, it's funny. I know we've talked about, you know, how much do the Braves need a second baseman at the trade deadline and this, then, the other. Now, obviously, you can't figure on an injury happening and things like that with Arcia, but – Vaughn Grissom going to make his debut. Tell me a little bit about him and what you know about him and what he's done down in Mississippi. Uh, he's played well. You know, he started the season at Rome, um, hit, hit well there, uh, put up good numbers and, and probably not a not a great um, offensive ballpark, and then got promoted to uh, Mississippi and really has, has just kept right on rolling. Uh, he's hitting about 360, I think, in just under 100 plate appearances. Um, and that's another uh, challenging offensive environment as well. So, you know, I think this guy's a hitter. Um, I think he's he's growing into some power and and all. And I I don't know that he's quite as as developed as a defender. He's a fairly big guy, um, about six foot three. There's some long term questions whether he'll be able to stay at shortstop long term. But he's he's played a little second. He's played some third. Um, you know, I just think that at this point the Braves looked at it like. Uh, he was probably better than any other option they had. And, uh, you know, so they made the move, and it's going to be interesting to see how it turns out. You know, Chris, the uh, the last time we had a guy come right up from AA, uh, it's worked out pretty well. I think what's going to be interesting is if Grissom plays well and then it's time to get Arcia back and then it's time to get Ozzy back, you will have a log jam of some middle infielders uh, on this team. That And I know they told Grissom that, you know, he should maybe kind of expect that at some point he goes back down, but – you know, look, if he comes up here and does well, it's it you know, right now it's hard to tell anybody to to go back down if they come up and blow it up like the way Harris did. Yeah, I mean, that's right. I mean, he's got a he's got a great opportunity right here to come show he can be a a contributor um, you know, from the start and and when Ozzy comes back, he could he could either go back down to Gwinnett or, or and and you know, get a little time there or he could possibly uh, you know, be fill in on the bench as well. So, you know, it's a great opportunity for him 
come up, show he's ready, the Braves get a good look at him, and, uh, you know, set him up for uh, the, the future as well. It sounds like, Chris, the Ozzie Albee situation has just kind of stalled a little bit. You know, we got some updates there. He was out of his walking boot, working out in the pool, and it seems like it's kind of stalled. When do you think, what does your gut kind of tell you or your information kind of tell you about when we think Ozzie may be coming back to this team? I don't, um, I think he, and you know, you know, he's going to have to have a rehab assignment. We've always uh, known that. I think, you know, I've just kind of circled about the 1st of September, uh, you know, as, as hopeful for that. I mean, it could probably come a little quicker than that. I expect we will hear some updates once they get off this road trip. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that's the next, the next step is hearing that he's going to, he's going to go out on a, on a rehab assignment and probably play, you know, several, I would say as long as he's been out, he's going to have to play several games, get uh, a good many at bats under his uh, belt before he'll be ready to come back. Chris Willis joining us on the waitfor.com hotline, managing editor over at batterypower.com as we talk some Braves baseball. So I brought this up the other night on the show that obviously Ian Anderson is going to make a start down in Florida. Then he's going to head down to Gwinnett or head up to Gwinnett, I guess, if you will, from geographically from there. But I don't think that I don't get the sense that Anderson is going there for maybe a start or two or three. I get the sense that he's going to stay there for a little while and really try to get some things figured out for the long term. What is your kind of sense about this, you know, demotion to Gwinnett and and maybe how long Ian Anderson stays at Gwinnett before he comes back up? Yeah, I thought it was a little peculiar that they went ahead and optioned him and then elected to keep him on the taxi squad and, and went ahead and announced he's going to make that start at, at, in Miami because I didn't feel like they really needed his fresh arm quite as much as, uh, you know, as it, it might have appeared. But um, I do, I get the sense, I think he'll make at least a couple, three starts anyway, and then, you know, see how it goes from there. I do think there'll be a little bit of urgency to get him back to the major league level if he pitches well. Um, but you know, I mean, I, he's been, it's been a struggle all season. So, you know, it wouldn't be surprising for me, you know, if he went down there and maybe spent the rest of the month there and then, uh, you know, then they reevaluate when rosters expand in, in September. You know, Chris, I know some things have been made about the idea of the Braves record against some of the winning teams and stuff. And, you know, it kind of is what it is. I mean, I've said before, no, no one's going to pile up against a uh, pile up a bunch of wins against all of the best teams. Do you feel like this team, when it gets head to head against the Dodgers and you know the the Mets and some of these top tier teams, Padres, do you feel like the Braves are at a disadvantage, or you know have there just been some things that you know either they're just not maybe not better or some things just haven't gone their way? How do you evaluate them when they've played the top teams in the National League? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I think there's been some you know some interest some circumstances around it you know they played a lot of games early without Ronald Acuna uh no one of the series with the Dodgers was in I think they match up pretty well um you know this past weekend notwithstanding uh you know they've got another chance at the Mets uh, next week at home yeah I do think it's fairly important that they they uh you know have a good showing in that if they want to continue with this NL East uh, uh battle but you know, I, I don't read too much into it, honestly. I, I feel like this is a good roster, and we've seen it. We've seen it perform well. Um, I think, you know, I think it's built for the postseason, probably more so than the regular season. So, I don't give it too much, uh, too much thought, honestly. Chris, um, I brought up the fact last night that for the entire month of July and so far in August, before last night's game, 
Marcelo Zuna had been hitting 188 for the month of July and August and then, what, took an 0 for 4 with a strikeout last night. I mean, look, I, I understand patience, and I get that he's a veteran, and I understand what he meant to this team a couple of years ago. But at this point, and I, I've talked about this, I think, even before with you, that I thought he was starting to profile like the guy in St. Louis where he was a one-trick pony. Nice home run numbers, but not driving in runs, not scoring a lot of runs, not hitting for average. Are we at the point where he's starting to hurt what this lineup is and and they need to find some other option besides him, DH or whatever? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel like we're probably past that point, honestly. Um, I mean, it's, we've had nearly a, a full season's worth of uh, plate appearances over the last two since he agreed to that extension. And, I mean, he's a shell of, of what he showed in, in 2020. And, uh, you know, at this point, I, of course, you still want him to turn it around. You hope you know he's had success in the past. But at this point, uh, in a in a pennant race, you know, I think they're going to have to uh, start exploring that, whether it's William Contreras or, or some combination of Eddie Rosario or uh, Robbie Grossman. You know, and we were just talking about Von Grissom. You know, if that guy comes up and hits then uh, and Ozzie comes back, then – you know, there's another option right there. You know, you couldn't you couldn't um, take his bat out of the lineup if he's hitting well. So, I think I think they're at the point where they're going to have to explore it, whether it just means more at bats for Contreras or you know they look at the the outfield combination there. Chris Willis from BatteryPower.com joining us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. I know that this is you know um, speculation and you know things like that you know in the future, but. Let's say it just continues to go bad for Marcelo Zuna. You know, he's got two years and $36 million. And I'm not saying that they're going to do the Jason Hayward, let's just cut him and pay him. But, you know, he's not going to be an easy contract to move. His value has diminished greatly over the last couple of years and things like that. But do you feel like – I know I do. I feel like if, if this thing just keeps going down, that the Braves are going to do something to just move on from him in the offseason. Yeah, it kind of feels like they they might have to. I mean, you could almost see it with the with three years that they were gonna you know try to try to make it work. Uh, but you know, if I think I think it's a whole lot more in play uh, during the off season or even you know into next season if he continues to struggle that they just they just cut bait you know and 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 take it as a sunk cost and move on. Um, you know, I don't know if they can move him. I mean, stranger things have happened. Uh, you know, they were able to get something out of Will Smith who had a tough contract and was struggling. So, you know, you never say never, but I agree with you. I think, uh, I think once the season's over that the likelihood that, uh, you know, they try to move on is, is more, is, is a better option at that point. Chris talked about this on the show. Um, it's just what the doctor ordered for Ronnie hitting 400 in the month of August, almost a 500 on base percentage. I know he doesn't have the power back, but you saw last night, like when we, when we kind of talk about Azuna and, and, and I call him a one trick pony, because look at the things that Ronnie can do his defense, speed, scoring from first. I mean, getting on base, um, that helps, <laughs> but you know, just all the different things like it, it, the power may not be there, but I think that at times we underestimate Ronnie's value and all of the other things that he brings to this team and lineup. Yeah, I think everybody latches on to the home runs, uh, of course. But you know, he's a, he's a true five-tool player. I mean, we saw him saw him bring a home run back in that series in, in New York. You know, he's starting to get on base, and once he's on base, he just wreaks havoc on the bases. You know, uh, he's a great base runner. 
He's an aggressive base runner. Um, you saw the athleticism on that slide last night. He just brings a lot to the table. And I think the good thing is he looks like he's starting to have fun again. And, um, you know, I think he was I think he was pressing really hard uh, last month when he was struggling. So it's good to see that smile back and, and see him start having some success because we know how hot he can get. And, uh, you know, I still feel like one of those big streaks is coming. Chris, were you a little bit surprised at some of the comments from Spencer Strider after the Mets series just in what he had to say about lucky hits and this, that, and the other? I'm not even going to tell you that he was wrong but it just didn't seem like the time or the place to come out and start saying that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it may be something that, you know, if you asked him today he, in private, he'd probably tell you he'd like to have those comments back. But I think, you know, he's frustrated. And, uh, you know, I, honestly, I thought umpiring was a little bit all over the place for both sides in that series, you know, from start to end. So, you know, I understand the frustration. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it probably wasn't the time and place, but, you know, he's a young guy and he's a competitor and you really like that fiery attitude of his because he carries it out there to the mound. But, uh, you know, I think you're probably right. It's probably better left unsaid. Chris, um, this may not be as popular, but has Matt Olson had a real head-scratching kind of year? You know, he's got some nice numbers. I mean, 21 homers, he's got 70 RBI. But, boy, all that batting average and on base has gone away. Um, we're not seeing the run production here, you know, at times of late. I don't know. I mean, I'm not telling you he's been a disappointment, but I think we all thought that the numbers would look different. And, you know, again, he's not paid to hit doubles, man. They they want him to drive in runs and runs and get on base. But it just it just seems like a very maddening season at times when we look at Matt Olson. It is a little bit of a head scratcher because, I mean, when that, that trade was made, a lot of people thought from when him coming to Atlanta for, after playing those seasons in Oakland that, you know, you were going to see a, a 40-homer season was in play. You know, and, and I think it's been a strange offensive environment a little bit. The baseball, there were some questions about it early. Uh, you know, it was cooler temperatures, too. Uh, but, yeah, it has been a little bit of a, an up-and-down season for him. I don't think – I think if you asked him, you know, he'd probably, he'd probably feel the same way. Uh, you know, the thing I think that really helps him still is, is his ability to get on base. But, it, you know, he's probably striking out a little bit more than even he'd, he'd anticipate. So, um you know, again, coming home, uh, you know, it's a whole different set of pressures goes along with that. And also coming from a, a team that was a last place team to going into the middle of a pennant race, you know, I think there's that's something too. So I don't, I'm not really worried about him. I feel like, I feel like next season you might see the, you know, the, the better version of Matt Olson return, um, you know, after he's had a whole season under his belt. Well, it'd be nice to get him cranked up along with uh, Ronnie and Dansby. So follow Chris on his Twitter page, at Chris underscore Willis. Check out all of his work over at BatteryPower.com and join us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Chris, as always, man, appreciate a few minutes, buddy. We'll uh, chat again here soon. All right, sounds good, man. I appreciate you always. You got it. John Chuckery will be back. Sports Radio Night the Game and the Odyssey.com app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 